Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to NFL Live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, what's better than one Monday night football game? How about two Monday night football games taking a look right there at the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Panthers playing host to the New Orleans Saints in game one. Then game two, we go to the Steel City, the city that Ryan Clark once made famous. Pittsburgh Steelers playing host to the Cleveland Browns. The Steelers looking to avoid an 0-2 hole early in this season. Plenty of time to get into tonight's game, but as we get started here, we're going to do the same thing we do every Monday afternoon. We begin with our Sunday standout, Swagoo. Swagoo, show some love to somebody here. I'm going to give Daniel Jones some love for mm. how he came back in the second half against the Arizona Cardinals. And it seems like Brian Daybowl decided to find his mind after he lost it in the first half <laughs> and line up in different formations, get Saquon Barkley, involved and invested into this game and allowed Daniel Jones on his running touchdown to run a little bit of zone reading RPO action. He threw the ball well in the second half. This was a good comeback by Daniel Jones. I'm going to go with Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Not only does he have a mustache that Ted Lasso would be <laughs> jealous of, he also understands the run game. Having a guy like Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson in the backfield and using them both at the same time in a pony package, which is two halfbacks, and we watched him getting to the pass and then going into the second half, seeing a guy like Desmond Ritter be able to complete passes as you compete with the Green Bay Packers. So they didn't win, but I do want to give a shout out to the Patriots first round draft pick, the rookie cornerback yeah, Christian Gonzalez, who's had quite the first two weeks defending A.J. Brown, then Tyreek Hill, who only had one catch for eight yards when he was the nearest defender in coverage. You saw on the interception why New England was so excited about this guy, the size that was absent in their defense last year, the ball skills to go up and get that interception. It's just a great play by the rookie. We go from the stars of Sunday to some breaking news on a Monday. Adam Schefter, what can you tell us? All right, Phil, we've got another quarterback deal done, this time in Kansas City. The Chiefs have essentially moved up $210 million from Patrick Mahomes' deal into the next four seasons. It's the most in a four-year span. It's all guaranteed, and obviously the Chiefs were paying close attention when the other teams did deals for Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. And once those deals happened, the Chiefs recognized that Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes still had nine years left on his deal. He had fallen to the eighth highest paid quarterback in the game, and they felt they needed to vault him back up into the top highest paid quarterbacks in the game. That's the leverage you have when you're the best player in the National Football League, and that's why the Chiefs redid the deal with over $210 million worth of money moved up in the deal, but there's still nine years left on the contract. So Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes continue to be in a long-term relationship. Hey, man, we need to win the TV Super Bowl or something. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, yeah, what you know treatment what? at? You know what's crazy is Patrick Mahomes is now the richest quarterback once again in NFL history, and he's still a bargain. Right? I mean, the dude is just ridiculous. So, congrats to Patrick Mahomes. The rich continue to get richer. Welcome to NFL Live. You know this crew already. Got LSU in the house. Marcus Spears. Boy, got his own money. 
We got Ryan Clark. <laughs> Mina Kimes, of course, you already heard from her. We have Shefty throughout the show. We are getting right to the football. As Zach Wilson and the Jets took on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys oh down in Dallas. Let's get right to the highlight. Swaggle, you're supposed to be excited, not exasperated right now. Here's Dak Prescott <laughs> getting going early. He finds a tight end Jake Ferguson. He's been really good for Dallas so far this season. Early 7-0 lead. And then um, I think if I were a defensive coach, I would want to have Micah Parsons do this every play, RC. Listen, Michael Parsons is a guy that they moved around on Dan Quinn's defense, and it paid dividends yesterday against the Jets. One of many uh, three and outs forced by the uh, Cowboys there on See, defense. See, like, you're not Aaron, so don't do like Aaron. Yeah. Just throw it to me right here and let me do what I do. Yeah, because this what would be happening if we had Aaron, but since we don't have Aaron, we got to do it this way. RC takes it away right there. That's right. There's the pretty much the only offensive highlight for the Jets all day. A 68-yard touchdown there for Garrett Wilson. The first touchdown he's ever caught from Zach Wilson. All right, here we go. Later on in the game, Dalvin Cook gets a pitch to the left, and um, oh, what happened? Yeah. Guess who? Number 11. Michael first Parsons. of all, he gets slaughtered so much for his ability to get after the passer. Just watch him throughout the game mm -hmm. and how hard he plays and how fast he gets to the football. By the way, he comes out of the pile with that football. The Cowboys are the first team to allow 10 or fewer points, along with 10 sacks and five picks through two games since sacks were first tracked back in 1963. The only other teams to allow 20 points or fewer while hitting those same defensive numbers were the 67 Rams. They went 11-2-1, plus the 79 Steelers. They won the Super Bowl Dang. that year. The curtain? Yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. So the defense was clearly very good, but more surprising had to be the Cowboys' offense, Mina, and what they did to an excellent Jets defense. How'd they get it done? <laughs> Yeah, first, credit to the quarterback. Certainly a, perform a contrast from what we saw from Josh Allen last week in terms of Dak Prescott playing within himself, taking what the defense was giving him. That ball was coming out super, fit, fit, uh, super fast. Really good, strong performance. But I felt like I personally had to give a shout-out to Mike McCarthy because I raised <laughs> questions about the transition at play caller this offseason. And through for the first two weeks, he's been fantastic. I thought in this game against a very good defense, he showed such a great feel for calling against their tendencies. Well-timed runs to take advantage of their aggression up front, obviously targeting CeeDee Lamb from the slot, and then a really, really good hand when it came to exploiting their coverages. I love this slant flat on first down. This is a Mike McCarthy staple, but clearly the Jets did not expect it on first down at the, at, backed up at their own goal line. The linebackers were sucked up expecting run. The tight end pulls the second-level defender, so CeeDee Lamb gets a one-on-one. -on -one. Just a great sense of when to take risks over the middle of the field. And then, as I said, a quarterback who delivered the ball extremely well and took advantage of those opportunities. Well, I think the big thing that this shows us is we need production meetings because basically Mina said every single thing <laughs> I was going to say about Mike McCarthy. But it, it brings me back to when we would have those battles with the Green Bay Packers, including the Super Bowl. And the way that Mike McCarthy would, would use Jordy Nelson and also use guys like Greg Jennings, putting them in the slot, using, him, using them as the number three receiver yeah. to stretch the field, getting the football out of the quarterback's hands quickly. And also, I like in the he made you know a lot of talk was about CD lamb and what he was able to accomplish against the New York Jets mm. a lot of that wasn't accomplished against sauce Gardner after sauce Gardner drops the pick six yep. we now move CD lamb to the other side and not that DJ Reed is in any way a pushover but they took the path of least resistance they attacked the zone they found the spots that they needed to in order to get CD lamb going and on the other side of that even though the run game I mean the pass game was working in the way it was they ran the football over 40 times 
the pound game, as the people said, was still strong. And when you can have that sort of physicality and allow Dak Prescott to play that efficiently, you have to give kudos to Mike McCarthy yeah. and his play calling. Also, Schottenheimer during the week and what he's doing in implementing the game plan. RC, you are absolutely right. It was 35 runs. It was over 40 or 35 runs between both of their backs. Tony Pollard had 25 carries, but it was 35 to 38 passes when mm. you start talking about guys in that position. Yeah. Here's the thing about Dallas, and we fought this battle in the offseason. How you going to win a Super Bowl if you run in the football? That was never the thought process that Mike McCarthy had. It was about being able to yeah. and using it in order to have a successful offense. I hate to throw shade, but I'm going to throw shade because I throw shade. Did you see the Chargers in overtime? I did. Throw three deep balls yeah. and go a three and out? Three incompletions. Though, that was the issue I had with Kellen Moore. Sure. It wasn't that he couldn't call plays yeah. and yeah. score points. Right. It was the fact that at opportunistic times right. when you need to run it and have balance, you win games that the way. The fine line of taking a look at the full season-long numbers versus some versus, situational there stuff. You right? you there know, you go. I love when the production staff throws Shame. me a bone here. And how about this? The third most fantasy points scored this season, the Cowboys defense. Which, all right, that actually is like – Semi-surprising, but the most surprising <laughs> thing on this diagram is that Puka Nakua wow. is second, trailing only Tyree Kill, 59 and a half. Is he not type top three in the name game, though? I mean, number yeah. one in the name game. Yes. There is no <laughs> number one about that. Okay. All right, back to Adam Shefty. Here's to get some pop stories. And Shefty, uh, we did not show you a ton of Zach Wilson highlights yesterday because there weren't a whole lot of them. Is he still, is he still the plan for the Jets going forward? Feel the Jets are standing behind Zach Wilson, the former second overall pick. They still believe he's going to show improvement. They still believe he's confident, and they still believe he's their best option out there. It's not exactly like they can go trade for another quarterback right now. They've cast their lot with Aaron Rodgers and then Zach Wilson, and I think they're going to continue to ride with Zach Wilson despite the fact that the team struggled during the loss to Dallas yesterday. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley underwent an MRI today. There was some hope that he had avoided a high ankle sprain. We are still awaiting the update on whether or not it is an ordinary sprain or a high ankle sprain. Either way, it's going to be exceedingly difficult for him to play this week on a short week with a Thursday night game in San Francisco. And so that is the situation there. And I'm told it is an ordinary sprain. Anthony Richardson is in a situation where he's in concussion protocol right now. And they will see whether he can clear it this week in time to get back to play next week. But he exited the game yesterday. Gardner Minshew came on for him and replaced him at that point in time. And it was a big hit that he took there with a little bit of a whiplash effect. And a short time ago, the Bengals head coach, Zach Taylor, said that he does not know if Joe Burrow is going to be able to play a week from tonight against the Los Angeles Rams. They're evaluating the calf injury that he aggravated yesterday against the Baltimore Ravens. You saw him limping off the field towards the end of the game. It lingered with him all summer. He's still not right right now, and there's no question of or there's no certainty about whether he will be right to play a week from tonight against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, just a reminder, Shifty, the current quarterback two in Cincinnati is Jake Browning. He has completed as many passes in the NFL as I have. And I play <laughs> D3 college football, and I can barely throw the ball. Uh, the Bengals, of course, were looking to get to a one-and-one record yesterday uh, against the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. These two teams always have competitive high-stakes matchups. Let's go right to the third quarter. Joe Burrow out of the shotgun, slings it over the middle, and picked off by safety Geno Stone, looking like a young Ryan Clark up there. Only a 36-yard return, though, RC. You would have housed that one. Uh, Ryan Clark looks more like Green Jackson of Denver and Come be getting now. kicked out of the league, not now. making picks. How about this ball? Look at this rocket yeah, from Lamar buddy. Jackson. Zay Flowers, this man was Woo! born to play in the NFL swag. Just phenomenal. Can shake you in a phone booth. 
get deep, wiggle, get him a screen, and he can go 70. They found a complete receiver. 52 yards right there. Here's Mark Andrews. Great to see him back on the field. First game of the season. What does he do? Finds the end zone. 20 to 10 lead, but Bengals not out of it yet. Joe Burrow kind of catching, catching his groove a little bit. He finds T. Higgins, one of two touchdown passes to Higgins, 27-24, and then later in the game, you think you have him figured out. Lamar Jackson, under duress, what does he do? Turns it into a first down. He was terrific in turning potential sacks into rushing attempts. The Ravens would win 27-24. How good was Lamar this week? Much more comfortable. He posted an 82 total QBR, up 14 points. Excuse me, up from 14 in week one against the Texans. That's a lot of points. Uh, he was taking more shots down the field. He avoided getting sacked after Houston sacked him four times last week. There are the numbers, RC, but what more did you see the change from last week to this well, week? Well, I think the big thing is his first dates are awkward. And we got to see Todd Munkins and well, Lamar Jackson's first date. <laughs> <laughs> but it all worked out. You, Seven years later, we're doing all right. You messed it up, baby. Uh, click it real close. <laughs> hey, but the thing is, man, when you were as like sweet and genuine as you yeah, are, oh you'll get God. that It'll second date. Out. Look at that. But you know, so so now we get to see them with their second outing because we have to remember they didn't get a preseason. We haven't yeah. seen Lamar Jackson with this offense or didn't see him until we watched him against the Houston Texans. They played more on time. He got the football out of his hands efficiently, and the run game showed up when it needed to. I love the fact that now Lamar Jackson doesn't feel the need to run. Yeah. He runs when he needs to. And we look at that late game play when he's getting rushed and it's third and three. Who in the world wants to be rushing Lamar Jackson with lanes for yeah. him to run and opportunities outside the pocket? So I thought for this team, they spread the football around. They used the run as it needed to be used. But from a pass game standpoint, it seemed that Lamar Jackson had a better grasp on what Todd Munkin wanted him to do. I thought it showed, to your point, R.C., the dividends that it paid by having an offense that'll put people in space, right? Yeah. And Lamar having more time to operate. You remember last year when he was a little indecisive when the takeoff, he was kind of wanting to stand in the pocket and find the fifth or sixth option in a play. It, it was no indecision. Got got going. My 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 lovely sister MK sent me a stat. Oh, um, and she said this might be interesting. I'm reading out texts, which I usually don't do. <laughs> But she said the Ravens face stacked boxes 13% Sunday. 30%, okay. Their averages last year, 32%. Yeah, stacked boxes. Yeah. So, so Munkin, look, the offense take time, as, yeah. you, as you mentioned. But the fact that you are using 53 and the third, that's the width of a football field. Sure. The, the fact yeah. that you're using that is not only making your run game more effective, it's making Lamar Jackson more effective and less indecisive on when he's about to take off. It was good to see that because, look, the Ravens are going to win because of Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. not because, because of an offensive scheme. Yeah. And the fact that you can open this field up for him is going to put people in a blender again. I think the Ravens had to define what 11 personnel means to Lamar Jackson this offseason <laughs> because they never used <laughs> they never it in used the past, them. right? This yeah. year they're loaded yeah. up on three receiver sets. Let's go to the other side of the ball, though, Mina. What stood out to yeah. you uh, how they were able to keep Joe Burrow and company in check? Well, first, I want to give a shout-out to Geno Stone, who is filling in for Marcus Williams. He was outstanding in yeah, this game. Well, Safety, man. pass rush was really good. But just watching this defense, I don't think we can stress enough how well their two starting linebackers are playing. Patrick Queen, LSU, you guys you know, uh, mm -hmm. know him well is flying around the football field right now. I feel like he was in on tackling on every single screen for a loss or a minimal gain. He's playing so fast. And then Roquan Smith, his running mate inside, 
I don't know if it's possible to weaponize a linebacker, but that's exactly what Mike McDonald is doing. 25% of his snaps, he was mugged up at the line of scrimmage. He is the threat to blitz or drop into coverage on every single play. And it's because of that disguise and chaos up front that Joe Burrow struggles so much versus the Ravens' split safety coverages. The spine of this defense is incredible. You, I do wonder how much that calf was limiting Joe Burrow yesterday, but still that Ravens defensive game plan was just exceptional. They know what they're doing no matter who is available or not available. All right, coming up, there's so much more ahead here on NFL Live. The other two AFC North teams, they placed it at an ABC with the Steelers hosting the Browns. Lisa Salters will join us with a live report from Pittsburgh as we get ready for Monday Night Football. It's a doubleheader. And later, Raheem Mostert stole the show for the Dolphins last night in Foxborough. Stay tuned to hear why Mina and RC like the adjustments Mike McDaniels and Miami made in the wins. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, time now to read and react to some things around the NFL. And uh, we start with a great moment yesterday. As Geno Smith... Tried to interrupt the official making a call. Uh, take it a listen here. Intentional grounding, offense number seven. It's a 10 yard penalty. I'm talking to America here, excuse me. It's a 10 yard penalty and a loss of down. Second down. All right, Mina, you talk to America. What did you like from Gino yesterday? Oh, I think he was right about that intentional grounding, but I also think he had a fantastic game, um, both within structure and outside of it, making some plays with his legs behind two backup tackles. Uh, I also think, though, that Seattle uh, deserves a lot of credit for the in-game adjustments in terms of their play calling, recognizing the Lions' weakness at linebacker. You saw a ton of two and three tight end sets when they were in those groupings. Uh, Geno Smith averaged over 12 yards per pass play. Great day for him. Great bounce back day for the offense as a whole after a tough week one. Yeah, certainly a great bounce back effort from Seattle. Let's go to Miami next where the Dolphins beat the Patriots last night, including the playoffs. Tua Tungavailoa has now won nine straight starts against head coaches that have won a Super Bowl. That's tied with Bob Greasy, Jim Harbaugh, and Russell Wilson for the longest win streak by a starting quarterback all time. Tua and the Dolphins will face Sean Payton and the Broncos this week. He could potentially set the new record 
Swaggy, what did you like about the offense yesterday from the Dolphins? Yeah, we used to have a show here. Uh, I think we still have it. And they come on and they say, what if I told you? What if I told you Tyreek Hill only had 40 30 yards 30. receiving? Yeah. And this team still was explosive offensively. And I know you're looking at the 24 points. They missed some opportunities down the red zone. But you think about Raheem Mostert, Barrios. You think about Jalen Waddle and his impact in that game early. This team is one of the most devastating offenses to stop because schematically is married up with the speed. And even if you're in the right situation, I have no idea how you get them on the ground consistently throughout the four quarters of a game. Yeah, I mean, that offense is just so damn versatile, too. Let's go to Daniel Jones, who proved a lot of us wrong, those of us that watched the first half of the game. He had zero points for his offense in the first six quarters of the season, and then 31 in the second half as the Giants came back from 21 points, tied for their Daniel. largest comeback in franchise history and the largest since 1949. That was also against the Cardinals back when they were the Chicago Cardinals. It snapped a 150-game losing streak in games trailing by 21 or more, which was tied for the second-longest streak in NFL history, trailing only the Chicago Bears, who have lost 179 such games dating back to 1925. All right, uh, RC, should the Giants feel good because they came back or bad because it took so long against a Cardinals team that is not very good? You see, though, like we're guessing that the Cardinals aren't very good. They played they a very close compete. game against yeah. the Commanders in week one. So you're down, but now Danny gets to dime. Dave's finally let him off the leash. He pushed the football down the field to guys like Jalen Hyde. They found ways to get their new tight end uh, involved in the game. And also now Saquon Barkley is a part of everything you do. And so when you think of Jalen Hyde, you think of Darren Waller, now Saquon Barkley, and that explosiveness added to Danny Dimes being let off the leash. This was the team that made plays in the second half. I like that for them going forward, especially without Saquon. I'm actually glad you mentioned that about the Cardinals. They have been pretty prepared and competitive yep. in their first yep. two games. As I told you, we have a Monday Night Football doubleheader on ESPN and ABC, and Shefty is back with us. Lots of wide receiver news. What do we need to know starting in Pittsburgh and Deontay Johnson? Well, a few moments ago, the Pittsburgh Steelers placed Deontay Johnson on injured reserve, meaning that he's out at least the next four weeks due to a hamstring injury. George Pickens also dealing with a hamstring injury. He'll be up tonight, but Deontay Johnson will not be. He's out for at least a minimum of four games. That's a blow to the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. He suffered the hamstring injury on opening day against the 49ers, now down for the next four Eesh. weeks at least. Amari Cooper aggravated his groin injury over the weekend in practice on Saturday. The Browns initially did not think he would play. Now they're giving him a chance to play tonight. They still don't know. They want to test him pregame. Cooper himself is pushing to play. So we'll see whether he can make it back. Initially thought he wouldn't be able to. Now there's a real chance he could be out there, but they still do not know for sure whether he will be out there tonight. As for DJ Shark, also listed as questionable. Tonight with a hamstring injury, missed the opener, but he is expected to be out there. They feel good about getting Shark back in the lineup, which will be a boost to the Panthers offense. Obviously, would like to have him back here in a game against a division rival, New Orleans Saints team. Shark looks like he'll be back in moments ago. The Arizona Cardinals place their standout safety, Buda Baker, on injury reserve. He's now out at least four weeks, and that's a major blow to the Arizona Cardinals defense field. Jeff, just a quiet Monday here on NFL Live. Uh, you'll keep that Jeez. phone uh, line busy, I'm sure, throughout the rest of the show. Hey, coming up, the returns of Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey help the Chiefs win their first game of the season. And hear why RC thinks their defense is going to carry them for the foreseeable future. You're watching NFL Live, presented DraftKings Sports.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Back on NFL Live with some breaking news from Adam Schefter out of Kansas City. Shefty, what can you tell us? Well, Field, there's another quarterback who's gotten paid. We've seen an endless line of them this offseason, and Patrick Mahomes becomes the latest, getting $210.6 million guaranteed for the next four seasons, the most in a four-year span of all time. The Chiefs looked at him. They knew he was the eighth highest paid quarterback in the game. And even though he had nine years remaining on his contract, the Chiefs said there's no reason for a player like Patrick Mahomes to have to wait any longer to become one of the highest paid players in football again. They boosted up his salary. He gets a raise. And now Patrick Mahomes takes his rightful place amongst the highest paid players in the game. And still a bargain, Chef. Let's go to the action on the field. In week two, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones making their season debut. How we feel about the Kelsey mustache? The Kelsey I mean, mustache is fire. Yeah, I like uh, it. And how about how we feel about the Chris Jones sack? Well, this, I mean, this, this, welcome back. Young Marcus Spears out there. You know, they had Chiefs fans try to tell me they didn't need him last week because mm-hmm. they only gave him 14 mm-hmm. points. Uh, how about yeah. Patrick Mahomes out of the gun? Uh, scans the field and quickly finds Sky Moore in the front right corner of the end zone. Chiefs lead 7-6 at the half. One of several near touchdowns by Jaguars wide receivers yesterday. Two from Calvin Ridley. Excuse me, two from Zay Jones. One there from Calvin Ridley. Take another look. Unable to get both feeds out uh, inbounds, I should say. Then Mahomes in the shotgun looks and scrambles out of the pocket. Look at that. Yeah, that's why you up that pay. That's why you up that pay today. Yes, sir. That's why why you had to make it right. Sky Moore with the uh, big gain right there. The Chiefs win 17 to 9 in kind of a defensive battle. So Chris Jones has played 31 snaps this season. How about this? The Chiefs defense has looked incredible on those plays. Kansas City got three sacks with Jones on the field, including one and a half by the man himself. They have two sacks on the 103 plays that he has not been on the field so far this season. A pretty impressive performance from that uh, KC defense, yeah. RC. What would you like about it most? Listen, I, I love their defense. You know, Marcus mentioned the first game where they only give up 14 points while they're on the field, but it still didn't have those splash plays that you look for yeah. that Chris Jones provides. Now having Chris Jones out there to be the catalyst of everything this defense does, Steve Spagnola bringing some of those blitzes from the secondary that allows Chris Jones to be singled here as he gets 
the sack. That, those are some of the big plays you need, especially with the offense trying to find his way. Marcus will understand this. If they were a basketball team last year, they were Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. It was easy mm. to see them get their points. When they get 50, when Steph Curry plays that way, it's easy. He doesn't even look tired. Yeah. He could keep going. He's shooting from half court. This year, they're getting 50 like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And when Ooh. Jimmy Butler get 50, it's a hard 50. Yeah. He got to back you down from Exhausting. the three-point line yeah. to shoot a jumper. And when you have to play that way, it's difficult yeah. to continue to score or put those sorts of points on the scoreboard. So having a defense that could carry you until you find your way is going to be huge for KC. See, this is why I love working with this dude because it's a great analogy because mm. this is what I believe KC needs to go to. They need a motion offense. And what that means is methodical. We know what Patrick Mahomes is. We know what Travis Kelsey is. But there needs to be a little methodicalness to their offense. In the second half, they got to that. Mm -hmm. They got Pacheco going, yeah. right? They started, Andy started handing it off, saying our explosive plays are not there. Pat obviously had the interception on the one D ball, but Pacheco had a big time run. Yep. And then when it's time, you let Pat go. Mm. And you understand that he's going to be better than everybody else out yeah. there on the field sure. and allow him to close games out, to your point, yeah. like Steph Curry. So if we got to move this ball around and everybody getting shots and we stay in there and we yeah. stand in the game and then we unleash our beast. Yeah. And that's yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Hey, look, man, go make plays. Yeah. And when you give Pat Mahomes that ability, and we've seen it time and time again late in games, he handles pressure better than anybody in this league. Yeah. And he just happens to be the best quarterback. It brings me back to 2021 when everyone started with the two high safeties and it was after we watched them play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and we were trying to figure out what would be the next adjustment yeah. for yeah. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and we saw them make that adjustment. Now it's about making that adjustment to not having as explosive of skill players on the outside and they will do that. You saw it in the second, hand to Marcus, the second half to Marcus's point using Isaiah Pacheco allowing Patrick Mahomes to move the pocket a little bit and getting the full ball out of his hands until it's time for until, him to be yeah, Patrick man. Mahomes. Yeah. We can see that going forward until one of these younger players steps up, and this is a team defensively that can hold them until they get there. I've got my eyes on the offensive tackles in KC, too. Wasn't their best effort yesterday, hey, and adjusted mm -hmm. with two new tackles. Perhaps they find And I'm going to say this, though, too. Those, those, those rush ends for the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. are young, but yeah. they're talented and athletic. Yeah. That's a tough matchup. Trayvon Walker starting yes. to look like the, the yeah, yeah. player that went pick. number one yeah. overall for mm -hmm. a reason. Yeah. Last year. Hey, tonight we've got two Monday Night Football matches. Derek Carr leads the Saints against number one overall pick Bryce Young and the Panthers at a special start time of 7 Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. And then Nick Brown, Nick Chubb and the Browns take on TJ Watt and the rival Steelers at 8 Eastern on ABC and ESPN Plus. And Pittsburgh is where we find the great Lisa Salters. Lisa, of course, on the call of Ms. that game Lisa? tonight with her partners. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Lisa, good afternoon. And one of the games within the games tonight is the trenches. What can you tell us about a guy nicknamed after a supervillain who has to try and stop a player who certainly plays like a superhero? Yeah, Field, Marcus, Ryan, how would you guys like to be a rookie offensive tackle getting your first <laughs> NFL start <laughs> on Monday Night Football and then having to go up against T.J. Watt, who, by the way, had three sacks in week one. Oh. Well, that's the straw that Brown's right tackle. Dewan Jones has pulled, and the 22-year-old says he knows he's going to have a target on his back tonight. Jones told me he spent the week watching film of Watt, you know, just trying to get a better understanding of how he rushes. Jones is a big dude, though, 6'8", 375 pounds. His nickname at Ohio State was Thanos. Because like the Marvel comic villain, he had a habit of erasing opponents. 
He said he's not going to define his success tonight by shutting Watt out in the sack column necessarily and, and that all he really needs to do is give his best effort and get his hands on TJ. I can disrupt anybody, he said. As for TJ, though, he says he spent the week watching tape of Jones as well from the preseason and from last week's uh, week one when Jones came in for injured right tackle Jack Conklin. He said he's expecting the Browns to give the rookie plenty of help tonight, but if they don't, TJ said, I'm going to do everything in my power to make them pay for it. Quite a way to start nice. your NFL career. Lisa, great stuff. Of course, watch Lisa Salters on the call of that game tonight. Can't wait for Browns and Steelers. Miss Lisa Fox. <laughs> Let's stay on this matchup and get a DraftKings same game parlay in from Mina Kimes. And Mina, we just heard the report from Lisa on TJ Watt. Do you think he gets a sack tonight? <laughs> Sounds like Dewan Jones is expecting him to get a sack. He's like, that's not going to define success yeah. tonight. Uh, I do. I do. Um, I do think that the Browns will give him help. They'll run away from him. They'll get him empty to get the ball out quick. It won't matter. T.J. Watt looked amazing week one. I expect him to look amazing again. He was the best player for the Steelers last week. Let's talk about Nick Chubb, one of the Browns players, best players every single yeah. week. Over or under 81 and a half yards on the ground tonight. I'm going over. 81's a, a high bar to clear, but I'm going over for a couple of reasons. One, no Cam Hayward. This Steelers run defense looks very different without him. That 3-4 front is vulnerable to gap runs, which Cleveland is very good at. So. I think Nick Chubb should and will have a big day. Uh, we heard earlier from Adam that Deontay Johnson is going to be out for the next four games at least because he's on IR. His counterpart, George Pickens, steps up to a bigger role. Over under 43 and a half receiving yards in this one. This is another over for me. Uh, Pickens will draw a tough matchup if he's manned up by Denzel Ward, but it's really the absence of Deontay Johnson that has me betting on Pickens just as a volume play. Also, even if it's not a lot of volume, all it takes is one go ball to George Pickens to clear that, and uh, he has a pretty good history of that, including against the Cleveland Browns. You know, Mina, I can tell based off of these picks that you like fun. We like fun football games. We want lots of offense and a little bit of T.J. Watt tonight to Please. entertain the masses in this AFC North showdown. Great stuff. Uh, and speaking of fun, not just Mina, Mina Kimes picks in the same game parlay, but our guy Swagoo. What's coming up next, Swagoo? You thought it wasn't going was. BMB is here, baby. It's about to go down, too. It was some great plays made this week. And this was one good play and a feat of a big man, even though we didn't get the first down. Look at the alertness. Look at the hands. Look at the leg drive. They should have gave it to him because he's that? a BMB. They lucky I wasn't on the sideline. I'd have towed that damn thing up. Big man balling coming up. That's a great job, big fella. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app and use code NFLLive when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NFL Live is brought to you by Modelo, the mark for fighter. Bring in the new year, BMB. Man, I'm B, I'm B, I'm Dan, I'm Dan. No, we the best athletes on the football field. We are blessed with the hand of God. BMB, BMB. We do this for the money. Don't stop till I get me a bag. I'm a name him Hemothy Johnson III. <laughs> Look at the big fella run. Somebody better block him. Excuse me, please, on the brakes. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Drinks on me, club on me. We be tired, but we be balling. Man, I'm B, I'm B, I'm bad, I'm bad. <laughs> I love I turned up this damn segment is. Every week I look forward to it. And the big fellas never disappoint me. Let's get into it, man. We scoring two-point conversions now. This may be a first on BMB. My man, Big Pimpkins. Look, look, Justin Herbert, you lost the game, but you got a big fella in the end zone. So I still got love for you, big dog. And look how we look how we sell the fake and then we secure the catch. He even took it to the chest. Pimp, we ain't got to run nowhere. You already in the end zone. We don't need to protect the football. All we do is score touchdowns. We BMBs for life. Secondly, my man Chris Jones, he back, y'all. 95 back. Where you want me to line up, coach? Any way you want me to line up, coach, I'm going to line up there, and I'm going to hit them people quarterback. And that's all he did all game. Everybody trying to tell me, oh, we didn't miss Chris Jones that much. We only gave up 14 points. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. As you can see, he was working outside on the tackle. 77, I feel terrible for you because I know what being in a spin cycle is like, and he absolutely had you in one. And Lord have mercy, did y'all see big. this man? No, this is no. not fair. Hey, RC, no. we got a 250 requirement, and he over 250 because <laughs> he bulked up in the offseason. My man Michael Parsons, he running twist stunts. He coming underneath. Zach Wilson didn't have a chance. Look at this poor young man, man. Pray to God that they don't see me. He saw you. I don't. He crawled faster than I can run, y'all. Faster than I ever could run. Them the BMBs this week. Michael Parsons, welcome to BMB. You went over 250 pounds. You went up to 255, and you look faster. What in the world is happening, BMB? Why <laughs> you? Michael Parsons might have 250 sacks this year. <laughs> By the way, I, I just miss big man balling. From the week to week, I just want it every day. Uh, new on NFL Live, we have some updates on, on Saquon Barkley via Adam Schefter. Uh, Shefty, what more can you tell us about the injury that took Saquon Barkley out very late in their win yesterday against the Cardinals? Well, Phil, the MRI came back about as well as the Giants and Saquon Barkley could have hoped. We said they were heading in there with some optimism that it was an ordinary ankle sprain, and that is what the MRI showed today, an ordinary ankle sprain. But it still is expected to sideline Saquon Barkley for three weeks. That would knock him out of Thursday night's game at San Francisco. The Giants play Monday night football two weeks from tonight against the Seattle Seahawks. It would be unlikely that Barkley would be able to play then, and then we'd see if he could make it back the following week. But I was told that it's a three-week injury mm. for Saquon Barkley right now.
But the good news is it was just an ordinary ankle sprain, not a high ankle yeah, sprain. A bummer, obviously, for the Giants. He's their best offensive player. Kind of a bummer for Saquon. Beyond the fact he's going to miss some time, mm -hmm. Shifty, those incentives that he agreed to oh, at the yeah. start of training camp, yep. very difficult to achieve with three games potentially missed. So the Patriots on Sunday night decided to key in on the Dolphins' passing game. Makes sense when they have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, right? So what did Miami do? Counter punch, baby. Raheem Mostert, 121 oh. yards on the ground, two rushing <laughs> touchdowns. So, uh, Mina, obviously the final score showed a pretty close game, but what ultimately was the deciding factor in this 24-17 win for the Dolphins? Yeah, well, the quarterback play Miami continues to be really good. Want to give credit to Tua Tagovailoa, but watching this game, the discrepancy in talent at the skill position is just jarring. Um, Dolphins ranked fourth this week in yards after catch per reception. Now, a lot of that had to do with the way New England was playing them with those three high safety looks. Uh, but the Patriots were dead last. And I think that, to me, is an issue that figures to continue with this offense. I actually thought Mac Jones played a pretty solid game, showed some flashes of playmaking. But whereas every Miami drive feels wide open, every Patriots offense's drive is so constricted. The margin for error is so small because unlike Miami, their playmakers aren't a risk to get you significant yards after the catch. Mm. Well, the great thing about a good, a good four by one team is all four of them are fast as hell. So let's take away the anchor leg. Let's take away the second leg. And the third leg can kill you, and that's Raheem, Raheem Mostert. He goes for 121 yards. Here, you're going to see how they use lateral movement to create vertical seams. We're going to see Ahmed go to the right, and that's going to pull Dietrich Wise and Marte Mapu over one, one gap. You're going to see him make the cutback. Now, look at the space between those two players and the opportunity for to use his speed. We're going to get the same thing here. We're going to get a return by both tight ends to seal off the block to the right side. We're going to start front side. He's going to lean Bentley into the right as Juwan Bentley jumps the gap. Moster hits it right behind him and he's able to use that speed again. What I love that Mike McDaniel does is he doesn't use lateral movement just to be pretty. It's not about being cute. It's about drawing and attracting the eyes of the yeah. second level backers and allowing Raheem Moster to use that in order to cut back and now get the big runs. I thought it was amazing that yesterday with so much two-man yeah. being played, they attacked in the run game and were allowed to get their big plays there. Yeah. Quite a chess match last night between the Patriots defense and the Dolphins offense. 24-17 the final. Miami, an impressive 2-0, both games on the road. RC, you were so impressive during this show. You're kicking me that off. You are dismissed from class early. You and Swaggoo are going to head over <laughs> to the Monday night <laughs> countdown set as that show begins at 5 p.m. Eastern time, following us immediately after NFL Live here on ESPN. But coming up next, Dan and Laura are going to join us from Carolina to break down the Panthers and Saints ahead of their showdown tonight on ESPN. How will Bryce, Bryce Young look in his Monday night football debut? We'll discuss, discuss that next. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL.
That was awesome. Scott Van Pelt, the Monday Night Countdown crew, is going to get you set for Saints, Panthers, and Browns Steelers with a two-hour pregame show. It all starts at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific on ESPN and the app. That, by my watch, is four minutes away. As we told you, big Monday Night Football doubleheader coming. How about this Bryce Young at the field down there and Charlotte showing some love to the fans. He is 0-1 in his very young career so far. But even if he loses tonight, not the end of the world. Four of the last six quarterbacks drafted number one overall with winless in their first two starts in the last 10 seasons. The only ones to win a game in their first two starts were Baker Mayfield in 2018 and Jameis Winston back in 2015. So normally when you're watching this show, it's Laura Rutledge and Dan Orlovsky here on the sets, giving you all kinds of electric content on Monday afternoon. Instead, they're down there during their during their other job, which is, of course, being a part of the Monday Night Football broadcast crew here for this huge game tonight. Laura, what is going on down in Carolina tonight? Well, Field, we just appreciate you holding down the fort there in Bristol. We'll be back there tomorrow, but excited <laughs> yes, to call this game. Yeah, we will. Um, and, Dan, you know, when you think about the Bryce Young angle, certainly it's a big night for him as he makes his home debut. Yeah. It's the number one overall pick. He said he doesn't really know what to expect because he's never done it before. But on the field, what are you looking out for out of him? I think, first of all, it's his real first game week. You know, the first game of the season's coming off of training camp and preseason, and it's not necessarily a routine. So it's his first time to get into a routine. That's going to be a benefit for him. I think it's fair to say that this is probably his greatest challenge in his football career is going up against a defense in New Orleans that – you know, nine games in a row hasn't given up more than 21 points. He's probably never experienced that. He's down some offensive linemen. It's one of the best man-to-man -man coverage units in the NFL. So I, I'm wildly excited to watch how he performs. He's still going to look calm, and he's still going to look unfazed, but this will be a very big challenge for the young player. Yeah, that Saints defense ready to tee they're off. Awesome. They're not taking it lightly. Tyron Matthews said we have a ton of respect for him. All right, on the Saints side of things, with Derek Carr coming in, he just couldn't have been more effusive about his praise of the way the organization has embraced him. And now being with the Saints, he said his goal is to win a championship for that city. Yeah, and he, it's not necessarily like proving to everybody that he's a great quarterback. He's, it's more I want to prove the Saints right. The Saints are very aware that they have a very good roster, and they kind of handpicked Derek to lead them this season. And one of the things is he knows he's got an elite defense with him. They got an offensive line that's good when they're all playing capable. And Chris Olave and Juwan Jennings and Michael Thomas and Rashid Shaheed, there is a ton of talent. And he, it fits him perfectly because he gets to just play point guard. And I think he's really excited to be a part of the best team he's ever been a part of. Again, we'll see you tomorrow on NFL Live. We're going to send it back to Field to finish things up with Mina. But uh, we're excited to see you guys at 7 p.m. when this one kicks off on Monday Night Football. Laura, can't wait to see you guys tonight on the call. Let's pick these games. Mina Kimes, you're the only person left in this studio, so you're the only person left to pick these games. <laughs> Saints and Panthers up first. Who are you taking? Like the designated survivor. Uh, I've got the <laughs> Saints. I think Brian Burns and company could cause some problems for a Saints offensive line that really struggled to protect Derek Carr last week. But uh, as Dan alluded to, the Saints defense is so solid that secondary plays excellent man coverage. I think the Carolina Panthers receivers will struggle to get much separation and Bryce Young could have a long day as a result. All right, last one here, of course, the Browns and the Steelers. Who you got? I got uh, Cleveland here for a couple of reasons. I think they'll be able to run the ball on a Pittsburgh defense that is missing Cam Hayward. And then on the other side, I cannot stress enough how blown I away I was by the debut of Jim Schwartz defense up front. Miles Garrett finally has helped rushing the passer behind him. That sticky man coverage we saw 
Well, I expect that to continue this week against the Steelers receiver core that's missing Deontay Johnson. Who doesn't love Monday Night Football when you have two games in one night? We cannot wait. <laughs> By the way, the Cleveland Browns are looking to snap a streak of 26 straight seasons of failing to go 2-0 to begin the year. That's the longest in NFL wow. history. Sounds like it could come to an end tonight. The Browns and the Steelers in the late game of these Monday Night Football. Coming up next right here on ESPN, Monday Night Countdown. Mina, you and I made it the entire way. We get some sort of badge of honor for our 60-minute marathon. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>